baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Jeff Gilbert covers the auto industry for WWJ in Detroit, and he's with us on the WBEN Trocare College Live Line this morning. Uh, Jeff, Tesla is recalling more than 2 million vehicles after regulators determined that the autopilot system doesn't do enough to prevent driver misuse. I'm wondering, 2 million, is that essentially all Teslas in the U.S.? And what exactly does this mean? Yeah, pretty much all Teslas uh, uh, from from recent model years. There may be a few earlier Teslas that wouldn't have that hardware in it. And what it means is that people who have these vehicles will get an over-the-air update. They don't have to take them to a dealership or, or anything of that nature. But what this will do, at least according to the government and Tesla, is it will limit the roads that people can drive these vehicles on and try to keep people from doing foolish things behind the wheel. We've seen people post on YouTube, my invisible driver, where they crawl in the back seat while the vehicle's on autopilot. So it's meant to monitor driver behavior. Now, uh, a lot could be happening there, and you mentioned uh, almost all newer Teslas impacted by this. Um, I'm surprised to see Tesla not mentioned, Jeff, in this new UAW lawsuit, they we've been mentioning in the past after their strikes were resolved with the big three automakers, they're now going after uh, automakers who don't have unionized workers, and now they're doing so in a big way, taking aim at, what, Volkswagen, Hyundai, and Honda? Yeah, well, they're actually going after a dozen car makers, including Tesla, trying to unionize them. In this particular case, they filed unfair labor practices charges against those three car makers. It's essentially workers being limited from leafleting on site, things of that nature. That's the nature of that complaint. But the UAW has filed charges like that against Tesla before. In fact, there's probably more acrimony between the UAW and Tesla than between the union and any other non-union car maker. Um, When it comes to EVs, Ford is cutting back on production. What's happening there? Well, what's happening there is that uh, they had thought that the F-150 Lightning was going to be such a big hit, that's their electric pickup truck, that they greatly increased capacity at the plant where it's going to be made. Well, this week, a memo from a supplier leaked out that they are not going to use half of that uh, additional capacity. They can make 150,000 F-150 Lightnings there. They're going to make about 75,000 next year. And, you know, what Ford has said is we will beat to build vehicles to meet demand. And they feel that while EVs are growing, they're not growing at the rate that they had had been before. So what they don't want to get is dealers with a bunch of F-150 Lightnings on the lot that they've got to reduce the price to to get them to move. Could you see other uh, car makers doing the same thing? They already have. General Motors uh, delayed a, a pick an electric pickup plant by a year for the exact same reason. It was supposed to be operational this year. It's not going to be operational until next year. What exactly happened there with the Lightning? Because you could tell me that, all right, demand is not what they thought with electric vehicles. I wouldn't necessarily be surprised. But 
for that particular vehicle, an electrified F-150 and some of the unique things that it could do, uh, act as a whole home generator, for example. That was one of the big uh, selling points uh, for some people. I thought they would not be able to make enough of these cars, yet they're talking about slowing production. What exactly is going wrong there? Well, what's going wrong is that, uh, you know, there was a big wait for those at first because it took a while for them to get it up to to a significant amount of production. Now the early adopters, the people who really wanted one of those, they have their vehicles. So now that has to be sold on the merits, on the merits of the things that, that you mentioned. And, uh, you know, 150000 would be quite a few. 75000 is nothing to sneeze at. It, you know, it's a nice proportion of the F-150, which sells in the multiple hundreds of thousands every year. You know, yeah, <laughs> you talk about gambling. Deciding where the auto market is going to go is probably one of the biggest gambles that you have. Car companies are, are continually adjusting that, and nothing is more difficult to forecast than where the EV market's going to go. You know, typically, over and over again, you see cost as a, as a big factor in why people are you know shying away from EVs. But I don't know. When I look at what vehicles are available and you consider some of the tax incentives and uh, all of that that you get if you buy an electric vehicle, I feel like the cost has really come down on those. And it's probably other concerns that are keeping people away. Well, you know, surveys show that cost is a top concern and, and they do tend to be a little bit more expensive. But as you mentioned, there are the incentives. And as more models come out, obviously competition is going to keep the price down a, a bit. But, you know, the other big fear is what they call range anxiety. And the charging infrastructure isn't where it should be. And even if it is, people in many cases don't like the idea of having to sit charge for a half hour to an hour where you can fill up with a uh, tank of gasoline if you're taking a trip in about five minutes. Do you see improvements coming in that, you know, with the range and the, the charging issues? Absolutely improvements are coming because we've seen improvements. I mean, the first modern EV has got you about 75 miles of range. Now 300 miles is about the average. We're still not to where gasoline-powered vehicles are, but, but you, you can see that curve and you can see improvements coming. That's why I say when you look at some of these EV goals, try to anticipate what a future EV may be like, not necessarily what we have today. In fact, really for EVs to, to flourish, the improvements have to come. You know, still in 2021, part of that big infrastructure bill, $7.5 billion to build public charging stations. Not a single one of them has been built with that money. Long, Only two states they have... Opened, they opened the first one this week. Oh, they did? Yes. So there's one been built. Okay. Because I, I was going to say, I know two states broke ground on them, but I, I didn't know one was complete. Even that being said, all these other states, there's still a lot that haven't even applied for them. Uh, New York, for example, is 2035. They want all you know vehicles on the lot to be zero emissions. Is that reasonable given what we're seeing out there right now? It's not my judgment, not my call to say it's reasonable, but a lot of people I talk to say that they think that timeline is probably going to have to be pushed back just because of supply and demand. And, you know, even if you get all of the EV chargers the government's paying for, the, the private sector has to do 10 times that many or more to, to make it worthwhile. And, and, and you've got the odd situation with EVs where if you're just commuting with them, you never need a public charger. But if you want to take a long trip, if I wanted to drive to Buffalo, for example, from Detroit, it would be 
uh, an imperative matter. And I really would have, you know, today you'd have to plan out that trip. And most people don't like to do that level of planning. Yeah, you're right. Hey, Jeff, always great talking with you. Thank you. Thank you. Jeff Gilbert covers the auto industry for WWJ in Detroit. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 